Good morning, everyone. You are listening to Table for Two with Naomi Nachman on the Nachum Siegel Network. Our show is sponsored this month by Abels and Hyman. We taste better. For those of you who don't know me, I am Naomi Nachman, and I'm about all the food all the time. I love food. I love to shop for it, cook it, eat at restaurants, anything food-related. I'm a kosher personal chef. Um, my business is called the Aussie Gourmet, and I cater for people for Shabbos, for Yontem, for Yontov, anytime you don't feel like cooking, you can give me a call. Or Eitan a call. <laughs> yes, Chef Eitan Banath is in the house. But we'll talk about that in a couple of minutes. Um, so I hope that you'll tune in each week and hear from my exciting guests um, all about my kosher food traveling and food adventures. As you know, I have lots of them and a lot coming up in the next month or so. Um, so uh, email me. Share your food adventures with me. Naomi at NachumSiegel.com. You can join my uh, website. I have a website, theaussiegourmet.com, and you can email. Uh, you can join up my email list uh, at uh, through my website. And Pitta, Pitta, I can't even talk, Pinterest, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Okay, I think I got all four platforms. So uh, if you have a conversation about food and you want to share with me, I'm so easy to reach. Um, so some very exciting news. I just want to, you know, the countdown is on till I start cooking school. It's about 10 days away from now. So really, really, really excited. I'm going to be um, going back to the basics, learning, you know, resharpening some skills, learning new skills that I never really learned before uh, at the CKA, CKCA um, intensive training in Manhattan. They usually are in Brooklyn, but it's going to be Manhattan, which is so much easier for me coming from Long Island. Um so, uh, yeah, it's pretty exciting. Um, and then another big announcement. Um, I am going on a birthright tour. I am the Majuchah, me and my husband, Svi. Uh, we are the Majuchim um, for a birthright tour in the next couple of weeks. So I'm, I'm really excited. We're going to be going in August after cooking school. The timing was great. And, of course, uh, you can follow my adventures on that um, as well. Of course, besides being the spiritual and, and uh, Zionistic views around Israel, it's you know, for me, I'm going to be posting where I ate around Israel as well. Um, so I'm very excited about that. I just, um, we're going to talk a little bit in the show to some different guests. Um, I have Chef Eitan Banath. We're going to talk to him in a minute. And we're going to try to get Jamie Geller on the phone. We've had a bit of a hard time reaching her this morning. She's going to try to, um, if we don't get, catch her now, we're for sure going to catch her for our next sh- shows. We're going to try, you know, she's in Israel. She's awesome, but, you know, it's a Friday. It's crazy. Everything is nuts over there um, on a Friday afternoon like it is for everyone over there, um, for all of us over here too on a Friday afternoon. But now we have this nice long stretch. So um, we're going to try to get Jamie in. And I'm going to have Lisa Hawke from the Levi Yitzhak Library who's going to talk about um, her special cooking demo that she's going to be having with Katsuji Tanami. And meanwhile, I'm going to introduce um, Chef Eitan Banath. Um, can you just respond to that? <laughs> Thanks. Um, my amazing ZK Capel, Zaman Capel, unbelievable engineer, keeps my show running and keeps us sounding amazing. He actually puts in my accent every every time I do a show. I really sound American. Just joking. Okay. Hi, Aitan. Welcome back. It's uh, 
This time I'm actually feeling well, not sick like last time. So yeah, really yeah. Um, yeah, poor Eitan. Um, his dad brought him down to Gomeglat when we did our show uh, broadcast from Gomeglat, and he was not well that morning. But, you know, you did an amazing job. Yeah, so I didn't look that sick, but I was. I think I was really happy I pulled it off because I was really looking forward to going on the show. Yeah, no, you did it. And really, thank your dad and your mum for letting you come not feeling well. You really you looked great. I know you didn't feel great. And now I know how to make charros, and because that's what we made on the show. And, and you know that um, I've now done a cooking class teaching charus all because yeah. of you. And I give you all the credit for it. So, uh, mm-hmm. And I talk about you. I say, my friend, Aitam Vanat, taught me how to make and now I'm going to teach you. So, um, yeah, what have you been up to? You've had a bar mitzvah. Yeah, so I had my bar mitzvah and that was a ton of fun, you know, doing the leaning and actually made from my kippah. Yeah, let's see the kippah. Can we hold this up to the camera? I love this. So it says Chef EV, so Aitam Vanat. And... Uh- my friends all thought it was like really cool and it's I like o- it. It's awesome. You're like, you are literally a celebrity in the kosher food world. It's so cool. Like everybody I meet, they all know you. Like your name is out there and you're like yeah. 13. That's <laughs> fantastic. Um, so tell me what besides finishing seventh grade? Yeah, that, I'm really happy I'm finishing seventh grade and getting into eighth grade. And in two years, I'll be in high school. Woohoo! Do you know where you want to go? Uh, Frisch, that's where my mom worked. Oh, awesome. I have tons of friends who went to Frisch. Um, very nice. That's out in New Jersey. Yeah, it's right by my school, actually. Where, where do you go now? I go to Yavne Academy. It's Yavne. Okay, so the, you know there's a Yavne school in Australia also. Really? There's also a Mariah in Australia. I know they're both two New yeah. Jersey schools, but they're, they're two schools in Australia. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, okay. So we're finishing up seventh grade, and what are we doing for the summer? So for the summer, I'm also going to CKCA. Um, <laughs> Center for Kosher Culinary Arts or Kosher Culinary. What are you going to be doing? It's so great. I'm like, I'm yeah, so I'm really excited, excited right? Because this summer, I took a lot of courses, but they were all not kosher. So I couldn't <sighs> try any of the food. I couldn't imagine. How did you hold back? Well, I mean, of course you hold back because we talk on and we're from and, you know. But it must be so hard. Yes, especially like some things like did not appeal at all. Like they made like shrimp things. That was like, ugh. But some some of it, like cupcakes when these were looked really good. But so I'm really excited to go to the kosher culinary arts. So which class are you doing? Uh, there are two classes for teens. Um, there are, I know there are, there's a baking one later in the day, and there is. Oh, there, to come see. There's, <laughs> yeah, there's a baking one. And then I'm sorry, Aitan. Yes, earlier in the morning there is like a just cooking one, and um. You going to Manhattan? Right? Kushner, yeah. is that Manhattan? No, yeah. Ramaz. Ramaz. Oh, wait. Yes. So w- are you doing this in July? Yes. Yes. We might be, yeah, we yes. might be at the same time. Are we going to be there? On, wait, so we're, we're just going to back this up. You're going to be taking the class with me? I don't know. I don't know if is it baking? One. Is it baking? No. no. Taking, like a fundamentals of cooking, but it's for teenagers. Oh, okay, so here's mom. Hi, mom. Hi. Okay, pu- pu- pull it down. Is that good? We're good. Hi, how are you? Let me Thank introduce Mummy Banath. Hi. How's it going? Thank okay. God. We're good. Excited to be here. Okay, yeah. Thank you so much for bringing him down. But both to you and your husband for being the chauffeur because he needs it. <laughs> it's okay. It's in our job description. <laughs> yeah, I know. Totally. Tell me about it right now. I was actually quite happy when my kids got their driver's licenses, but then the insurance killed us. So, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So, so um, you're going to be taking in July at Ramaz. Yeah. Okay. In the mornings? Yeah. Mornings. Yeah, in the morning. So um, me and Aitan, we're going to be hanging out at CKCA um, 
in Ramaz, and we're going to be hanging out at Petite Shell. Okay, we've got to go there for coffee. You don't know about this place? They were the amazing rugalas. Rugalas and croissants. Yeah, Yeah, so let's meet up there. And people, if you want to join uh, Eitan and I at CKACA, there's still a few spots, not too many, but they are available. And we're going to be going for coffee. Let's meet on Monday morning, that first Monday. So fun. Uh, And we'll get that Nutella iced coffee. Yum. (laughs) I know. I think I'm going to be really fat. By the end of the summer, because between CKCA, right, Aitan, how we, well, he's lucky he's got a teenage boy metabolism. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but we're going to be at, you know, the petite shell, then going to cooking class all day, and, you know, and then I'm going to Israel on this birthright thing. So I'm going to be Incredible. like, I'm going to be really fat in September. <laughs> yeah. I'll, look, I'll look like the apple from Rosh Hashanah. <laughs> okay. So I'm also going to, it's called ICC, the International Colliery Center. Can you just say that slowly? ICC, the International Colliery Center. And oh, okay. Um, this one isn't kosher, but it's this. It's this. I'm not sure. I forget which one. Which one's the one I have to wear the special shoes? ICC. Oh yeah. So if it's yeah. ICC one, this is like extremely tense. Like we have these weird like clogs. You have to wear clogs. Almost something like that. They're yeah. very strict about the uniform and the shoes. They're going to be working on knife skills. They're going to work on very basic but fundamental skills. Okay, and where is that located? In Soho. Oh, that is neat. So, four weeks in July. We're, yeah, uh, about three, three and a half, four weeks. At, C, at CKCA? Uh, two weeks at CKCA and one week at ICC. You are too cool for school. <laughs> that is amazing. Okay, will you come back on the show and share your experiences with sure. us? I actually think um, we need to have a knife skills class on the show. And because our show is also videoed as well, um, which is such a fun thing to do <laughs> when, when we come into the students, you know, we get to have our, our listeners, but we've got a bunch of viewers that like to really watch our show. Um, so if you want to watch it uh, on Friday morning, you go to NahumSiegel.com and we're right there on the homepage. But if you want to watch it afterwards, the amazing ZK Copel puts it up on YouTube. We have our own channel. We have the Nahum Siegel Net channel. We've watched yeah, that's how I saw like the studio. That's how you saw our beautiful <laughs> studio. Look at all of Nahum's. Maybe we can pan. We've never actually done that. Look at this wall. All of Nahum's memorabilia from all the guests that they've had from uh, Bloomberg, uh, Mayor Bloomberg to Susie Fishbein to um, – I don't recognize some of these people. Oh, because – they look way much younger. There's a very young version of you there. <laughs> but it's, yeah, this is the wall of honor here. Miriam Wallach and all kinds of politicians and famous Jewish uh, celebrities. Uh, not only cooks, but, you know, other uh, all cookbook authors. So this is the wall of fame, the wall of honor. You know, you've made it when you make it onto Nachum's yeah, wall. I think I'm over there. So. Oh, you are? <laughs> oh, my God, you are too. Okay, that's really cool. That's very nice. Um. Okay, so um, so people can watch us and um, you know see what we're up to, and we're actually going to have a little bit of a tasting. Aton's prepared something for us to taste, but a little bit later on in the show. Um, okay, so what have you done? We, you've kind of caught us up. You're telling us what is in the future in the next mm-hmm. two months. No camp at all, right? You uh, never no, got to just clean camp. And I'm also one thing I'm doing is I'm working a lot at home, and I'm taking this cool course through Harvard. Um, of course he is. <laughs> Harvard, you go here. Okay, who gets that? Who gets that reference? If you got that, if you got that reference, did you get that reference? reference. If you got that reference, you email me right now, Naomi at nachamsegel.com. I want to know that you got that reference. Okay, did you guys get that reference? 
Uh, okay, I'm not sure if ZK is admitting, <laughs> admitting if he got that reference or not. <laughs> okay. And so it's this, so it's this course called the Science of Cooking. Are you doing it online or you're yes, going to Harvard? Yes, it's online. Okay. Um, and we thought it was going to be more cooking, but it's actually a lot of like the science. So I'm learning about like the molecules, like all different crazy. It's things. called a MOOC, M-O-O-C, and that's called Multi-User Online Open Courseware. So anyone can take this course for free. Aton chose to spend the money to get the certificate. And it is Harvard professors. He has labs every week. I'm going to cry. He has homework and courses. So the labs this week, it's 13 weeks long. He had to study acid and the role of acid in food. So he was doing all these things with lemon juice and citric acid and I just, pH. I just read the article. And then he did all this work on um, understanding what were other things you did. I mean, th- the kitchen became a lab, and he has to post his results. And he asked me to teach him logarithms, which we usually learn in high school, though he's only starting eighth grade. I, I-, I think I vaguely remember that term for the 80s. And you need logarithms to help determine the pH and the number of moles in a compound. This is very advanced, but he passed the first week already. You are a very smart lady yourself. And he has 12 weeks left, and it's hours a week. He'll he'll spend probably 8 to 9 to 10 hours a week working on this course. You know, th- that's one thing I love about food, and I don't know too much about science, but I'm always interested and in read as much as I can on a layman's level about the science of food because I think that's what puts it all together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's all about balance and science, especially in baking. Yeah, so they did one thing about, like, cookies and... Like one thing, so basically you don't have to make the recipe besides for in the lab. So they had, a, let's see, the, a cookie recipe, and you had to answer different questions on it, like figure out how, like what's a, what's a concentration of sugar, different things like that in the cookies. And it's just like really cool to like learn like what's behind. Like so I can make cookies, but I don't understand. I, I might not understand exactly why when I add the baking powder, the baking soda, so like that. Um, why it rises. When you learn that, can you come back and teach <laughs> us? Because I don't know that. <laughs> like you run out of baking powder, wow, just skip it. But then the cookies just doesn't have the right. Yeah. That's brilliant. And also what I'm starting this summer, and it's not like done at all. I'm just starting to collect recipes, like write recipes. Um, my, I, w- I want to try to write a cookbook. Oh, nice. And cool. so... Um, I've been like making some recipes um, for it, and I'm really excited for that. So that's one other thing I'm gonna be doing a lot. And another thing, another thing I've been doing um, is I started writing for a magazine. Oh, which one? So it's a local magazine called Shopping Maven. Okay, yeah. Is yeah. that like New Jersey, right? Yeah, this is like Teaneck, New Jersey area. Okay. And uh, so I did. This is the third time I've done it. It's uh, I think two, every two months. Yeah, it's every two months. Do you find writing hard? I know I love to cook, and everybody knows how much I love to talk. I have to remember to let my guests talk sometimes. Um, and I get asked to write a lot, but I find writing very difficult. How do you? Yeah, so how do you? Because you, you seem like you have a very good math brain, and I believe that's genetic. <laughs> Thanks, Mum. The first no two times I did it, so this has been the third time it's coming out, and that's actually the recipe I'm going to make. Ooh. I didn't write like I thought. I just started with giving them recipes. So the first time I made a Mexican chocolate dip. Oh, um, what? bring that tea next time. <laughs> and actually, the way it happened was I was supposed to make I was supposed to do a truffle recipe, but I messed up the ratio. So oh, yeah. I just I know what I'm gonna make Mexican chocolate. And I had a cooking teacher who came to my house, and she taught me um, actually for the churros. Um, we dip that we made on the side to dip it in. 
Um, and it was, she called it Mexican chocolate dip. And I was like, what makes it Mexican chocolate? And she said, because if you just add a little cinnamon, it tastes like Mexican chocolate. So I made that. And then the second time, I made something called salmon and crute. I'm not sure how to pronounce okay, it. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I'm Australian. Don't ask me how to pronounce anything. <laughs> I call tomatoes tomatoes. So. <laughs> and basically what that is, it's like, um, it's, it's salmon, and you wrap it up in a puff pastry. Yeah. And you bake in the oven. A bunch of people do it all different ways. I love pu- anything cooked in puff pastry. Yeah. Fattening, but it's so good. Yeah, and I really like love salmon, and that's um, one thing I've been working on a lot. So another dish I made um, from salmon, not for the magazine, but I've been working on, is called salmon and salmon and papillote. I'm not sure how to pronounce that either. And papillote. Yes. I'm probably saying it wrong. Also, <laughs> salmon wrapped up in in parchment paper, and it's just I love it because like say we get salmon, doesn't matter what we have now. So we have parsley, we have some lemon juice, some asparagus, anything will work really in it. I love it. It's great. You know what I, I actually have done? I put salmon with, in the microwave. It cooks in like two and a half minutes. One slice of salmon. Ooh. Play around with it. It's actually a, a great thing. My mother does it. You just need like some mayo because you need the fat to seal mm-hmm. it in, um, seal in the juices. But that it's in two and a half minutes you have a like a six-ounce slice of salmon. Oh, we have to try that. Long yeah. Long. <laughs> Let me know how that goes. And then so for the coming up one, which I believe is coming out in like a few weeks, um, I'm doing this strawberry shortcake tower. Um, and so I actually learned this in a cooking camp I took last year. Okay. And so basically what you do is you make um, biscuits. So I have the biscuits here. A biscuit is not a cookie, right? No. So basically the way you in make Australia, we call a cookie a biscuit, but this is yeah. slightly different. Basically, I'll explain more when I, when I make it and everything. Um, basically what makes it a biscuit is that you cut the butter into the flour. What that means is, um, literally means you're almost cut in. So um, this special like tool, pastry cutter thing is called, or you can use two knives and you break it up and it turns into almost like coarse sand. Yeah. And so I'm going to be making, and basically, so there's whipped cream, homemade whipped cream and, oops, <laughs> and um, a strawberry sauce. And it's all really easy. And I'll show you guys later. How okay. Fantastic. All right, we're going to take a little break. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to actually, we have Lisa Hawk on the phone. We're going to chat with her. Uh, she's, and then we'll come back and, right. and make this strawberry. Oh my gosh, my mouth is watering. <laughs> Everybody knows I'm always hungry. And it, if, sometimes we have meat in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> I think Seth Levitt's coming in next week. Um, Mendel Siegel's coming in next week. Um, and Rolheis Strix is coming next week. They're my barbecue guys. Wow. And we're going to be having a barbecue here in the studio at nine o'clock Friday morning. Right now, it's a nice, pleasant breakfast of, you know, and not that I don't love the hot dogs, but, you know, this is more right. exciting, you know, more of a breakfast palette. Mm-hmm. And while you're on the phone, I'll start making one. Okay, so. yeah, sure, yeah, no worries. Okay, Lisa Hawke, are you on the phone? I am. How are you? Hi, Lisa. Lisa is amazing. She's she's one of the busiest mothers I know. She's, besides being a very close friend of mine, um, we know each other a very long time um, since I was a young immigrant, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Um, so Lisa is the uh, executive director of the Labor Yitzchak Library, um, and she was telling me about the this wonderful program she's going to be having. I'm very big as a former preschool teacher. I'm very into children's literacy, and I love the the concept behind the Levi Yitzchak Library, which you started several years ago. Can you tell us a little bit more about it, and then we'll tie in how it fits into my cooking show. Absolutely. So the Levi Yitzchak Library was na- is named for the son of Rabbi Anchani Zalman Wallowitz, who passed away about six years ago. And we wanted to do something that would be a constant memory for him. And having the children come in and talk about the library, and it's just amazing. You know, kids will walk 
street and you hear them crying and screaming, I need to go to the library, I want to stop in the library. And it's just, it's nice that it's a living legacy for Lady Itzhak. Yeah, beautiful. I remember when my daughter was little, my seven-year-old, when she was two and three, and it just opened up. We used to go hang out there in, in the mornings in the cold winters and just hang out and play. And they would ha- you have this yeah, indoor train set, and, and during I would the day, especially in the winter time or you know the rainy summer days. You know, people just need some place to go. So it's not just about sitting and reading books or borrowing books, but it's more of like a community center where people come together and they spend time, you know, they have play dates over at the library, books, and they come for programs, which is really nice. Beautiful, beautiful. It's really an incredible uh, tribute to his memory, and and uh, his memory should be blessed. Um, Amen. But you and um, have done an incredible job along with the Wallowicks, and, and really the Five Towns who keeps this library going through donations. Um, Absolutely. So- we, we couldn't do it without the Five Towns community, and which leads us to our connection to a cooking show. I know. So why don't you talk a little bit about what's going to be happening? And is it about two weeks from now, 10 days or so? Yeah, so we'll be having our annual summer auction, which is going to be on Wednesday, July 8th. It'll be at 7 o'clock in the evening. And at about 8 o'clock, we will be bringing in Chef Katsuji, from Mexi Kosher. Whoa, Katsuji Tanabe. doing a cooking show for us. Okay, so let's, let's uh, fill in people who, who don't know, who have not, you know, somehow slipped under the radar who Katsuji Tanabe is. Okay, so Chef Katsuji Tanabe has a restaurant in LA called Mexi Kosher, and he has also been on the Food Network show Chop. He was a winner on Chop, and he is also a top chef. And he decided to open up a kosher restaurant in L.A. to challenge himself. Kosher is something different than his usual. Because he's not, he's not even Jew, he's not Jewish. He is not Jewish. And this was a nice way for him to, you know, come up with new recipes and, you know, figure out ways as a chef how to challenge himself. It's, so, it's, his food is amazing. I did a class with him at CKCA in conjunction with Maspia. Um, and yeah. he, he's a real showman. You know, yeah. he, he knows what he's doing. And I, I have in the studio, uh, Chef Eitan Bernath. Um, he, he was also a contestant on Chopped. We, yeah. we didn't even touch on that at all, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and, and he, he was, uh, he was in the, uh, children's, I don't want to say children because it means, you know, the young adult <laughs> edition of Chopped. So, um, you know, it's, it's puts you out there. It gives you a big name and you've got a big name coming in to do your, uh, show for you. Yeah. And we're very excited. He, I think has done maybe two events so far in New York and he's interested in, you know, connecting with the New York kosher market and it'll be nice. You know, to have somebody different and it's exciting for us. It's exciting for him and we hope that everybody will be able to make it on July 8th. Okay, at now. At 8 o'clock. Okay, now if people are listening and a lot of people from our, our audience, um, on the Nakam Signal Network do not live anywhere near the New York area, but they want to donate their time, their money to, to, uh, the amazing Lady Attack Library to buy some prizes. They have incredible prizes. You can win, um, a, a, a cruise, a Costa Rica cruise. Oh my God. We, we should put him for that. Cruise. We have, what else? Uh, we have a prize that includes airline, 
two nights of a hotel stay and dinner at Mexico Kosher together with Tsuji. So that's also a very exciting prize for cool. anybody who wants to go out and try his restaurant in L.A. Um, we also, for people who live in the New York area or visit the New York area a lot, at, who are foodies, we have a really nice selection of kosher restaurants that's together in a package. And we even threw in babysitting for that one so that you can go enjoy the night out and have some babysitting coverage. When that's so included nice. in that is some restaurants like Prime Bistro, Wolf and Lamb, um, Prime at the Bentley. Lots of food prizes. Lots of food prizes. I like that. Yeah. Let's all put yeah. in. Maybe we'll, we'll go together. We're going to win and we're going to go together. The <laughs> Nachlas and the Banat. <laughs> I like that. Foodies who love to eat together. Yes, and you know, and we have a lot of foodie packages on our site, so you can go check it out at www.lylauction.org. It's L-Y-L for Lady Yitzchak Library, auction.org. Okay, so if you're around the country and around the world, literally we have listeners, I get emails from people from London and from Israel every week. If you okay. want to join and this cause, it's a beautiful. Anybody can win, and we appreciate the support of everybody. <laughs> yeah, that, that it's it's really a, a great thing. Children's literacy is great. We've got great food prizes, so we've tied it all in nicely. Katsuji Tanabe is a great showman. So if you are in the New York area and you want to drive over, um, make your reservations through the lylauction.com website. Um, and I guess you can call the library also, right? Yep. If they want to talk 516-374-2665, in person. 516-374-2665. Lisa, thank you so much. I know Lisa's uh, very busy shuffling kids around and uh, this summer. Uh, so a, a good, safe summer to you, and we will be in touch. And I will see you on August, uh, July 8th. Yes. Okay. Great. Thank you so much. No problem. Thank you, Lisa Hawke. Executive Director at the Levy Yitzhak Library. Cool, right, Eitan? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, if you guys yeah, are around, cool. yeah, come on down. Excellent. If you have time, because your schedule's crazy. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> did we, ZK, did we ever hear back from Jamie? Nothing. Ay, ay, ay. Okay, Jamie must be, you know, she's so busy. <laughs> she's I'm filming, sure. she's writing, she's magazine, she's everywhere. Okay, so. Um, um, Eitan was actually on the website. Yeah, I was on. I was on the Joy Kosher. I did a deviled eggs recipe. You're a, you're a guest blogger on Joy of Kosher. Yeah, that's, I did it once. I, I want to go on cool. again if I can. Soon. Oh, sure. That would be thrilled. Jamie, we need to make a phone call. <laughs> <laughs> Besides getting you on the air, a ton, you know. Okay, great. All right, so um, we're going to talk about this lovely pile. Of, my mouth is watering. Let's let's talk about what we've got right here in front of us. All right. Okay. So. Basically, so to, it's time to eat segment. This is a, this is actually going to be our what's for dinner segment, sponsored by our friends at Gourmet Glut. And this is Table for Two with Naomi Nachman on the Nachum Siegel Network. Our show is heard on Arut Sheva English Radio. Okay, continuing continuing with uh, Chef Eitan Bernath here on this very exciting Friday morning. Um, we're going to be eating now. That's our favorite part of the day with our what's for dinner segment, sponsored by Gourmet Glut. So um, tell us what we are making here. All right, so the strawberry shortcake tower, basically what it is for the shortcake, I should say, I'm using a biscuit. So so this is the biscuit, and the way you make biscuits, um, the technique is called cutting in the butter, like I said before. Cutting the butter. Yes. So basically what butter. you do is you need your butter to be very cold. Okay, why is that food scientist guy? 
Um, you want your butter to be cold because, because it's different than when it's at room temperature. Yeah, because when it's at room temperature, instead of cutting into the butter, because when you make the biscuits, the dough, you want to have very big pieces, not very big, like pea-sized pieces of butter. Okay. And if you use soft butter or room temperature butter, instead of staying little, staying little pieces, it will mush in with the butter and kind of be like when you're making, you know, when you're making chocolate chip cookies and you want to cream the butter. Yeah. So that's not what you want to do. We don't want to cream the butter into the flour. No. We want to have little bite, pea-sized pieces of cold butter into our flour. Yeah. And, and that creates the? That creates the layers and the delicious Flakiness. Flavor. Yeah, the flakiness also. Excellent. Um, so then we do is there's, there's salt, baking powder, baking soda. And then once you cut in the butter, you add in the buttermilk. Buttermilk. I love buttermilk. Yeah, it actually, uh, it smells really bad. It smells bad. <laughs> like when you're making- As bad as yogurt, and we all know I don't eat yogurt. Yeah, I, I, when I was making it, I was like, I hope it smells right, and I might be my mom talking about that. It's buttermilk. Just smells yeah, so I like good. to eat it, but not smell it. Yeah. Um, so you add in the buttermilk, vanilla extract, and the, is a little sugar. And so for making regular biscuits for the morning, you want to have like some eggs with it or just make like toast, whatever you want. Um, you wouldn't, let's say, want to add as much sugar, but since it's a sweet recipe, I added some sugar. Okay, very nice. A lot of sugar or a little sugar? Uh, to make this batch, which also, if you guys want the recipe, it'll be coming out in the shopping maven. In the shopping maven. And if we don't live in an area in New Jersey where we can get it? Um, it'll be online, I believe. Yeah. You can look on, you could just type in the shop maven, um, on like Google and you could it'll find the website. It'll pop up. Yeah. Fantastic. All right. So then. I'm getting hungry, Aitan. Let's hurry so up. That's for the biscuit. No, just don't, don't, don't hurry. Don't that's hurry. That's for the biscuit. Okay. And it's, it's almost scone looking. Yes. So the thing about biscuits are your first cut, like when you pat it out and you cut it, um, the first ones are much flakier. So if you see this one is not as much flaky, it's a little more dense. That's probably because then once I cut it, I to mush it together so that it, I can cut again. Okay, I'm not sure what you mean. So, I think, do you mean when you put the round biscuit cutter yes. in the so, dough? So you roll out the dough. Yes. Oh, so we've once we've cut our butter and added everything, yes. then we roll out the dough, mm-hmm. and then we take a cookie cutter and make a circle. But the thing, the import, another important, important tip for when you're making biscuits is yeah. you don't want to twist it. Oh, okay, I did not know that. Why? Um, when it goes, I don't know, I don't know why this happens, but when you twist it, um, it bakes twisted. Oh, interesting. Okay, it doesn't resettle back. No. Interesting, because challah, if you, you bang it and you move it, yeah. it actually moves back and re-softens and yeah. rests and puffs up again. But this obviously does not. So interesting. Okay. And, uh, but, so what I was saying is, when you roll it out first, because the thing about this, you don't want to, you don't want to mix it a lot. You kind of just mix it till it's combined and then push it. To- right. Like, is that when, like, when they say don't overmix yes. um, muffin, muffin batter? Mm-hmm. Like, you want it a little bit lumpy. People think that lumps are bad, but it's not. For this, you, it's kind of barely even staying together, but you, that's how you want it. And okay. so it looks like so it's here, a bit crumbly. Yeah. So this one, if it's a little more dense, that's probably the second cut. Meaning, so I cut out all the biscuits. Then there's extra dough around it, so you mush it back together. But doing that mush back together, you're like breaking some of the butter and different things, and it's just a little denser, but it's still yummy. still is delicious. Okay. All right. And then so to this, um, I make whipped cream. Oh, and is that real fresh whipped cream? Yes. And yes. I, <laughs> And you could just buy from the store if you want, but it's much better if you make, make it. Make it yourself. Make it yourself. There is nothing like, oh. All right. And then, so what you do. Do you need that? I can pick oh, that no, up. Oh, no, it's fine. Okay. Um, you just want Panina, to look what we're going to eat, mate. <laughs> ZK, look at this. And then, so you put the whipped cream, and you can make this however tall you want. 
So you can make it two biscuits high, three biscuits high. You can put let's build it. it. Let's go. Let's build all it right. up. We've got and a then, camera on. Let's make it look all pretty. All right. And then this is a uh, strawberry sauce. This okay. How did you make this? Super easy. Um, so I'm, what you just do is you cut some strawberries, you put it in a bowl, and you just have to mash it either with – you can wash your hands very well, then you mash with your hands. These you are fresh. Use, yeah, fresh strawberries. Okay. You know, um, Gourmet Glad actually has pre-washed and pre-checked mm-hmm. strawberries, which is fantastic. So uh, as part of our What's for Dinner segment, I just want to give that a mention because mm-hmm. it's something that's really important to, to us to have mm-hmm. really clean checked strawberries. Yeah, and uh, um, so you mush it together. Yeah, and we soak them. Excellent. Okay, mum's mum's letting us know they're soaked. Excellent. <laughs> um, so we mush. You, so you mush them either with a spoon, just different things, and you want to get to the, like so that you have syrup. And then what you do, so if you can see, and then what you do is we add sugar, and that makes it even sweeter because you want it very sweet. Because the biscuit's not that sweet. And when I make um, the whipped cream for this, is there this anything dish, in it? The and the whipped cream, cream is um, some sugar and a little bit of vanilla extra. What kind of sugar? Uh I saw online that you, some people use uh, what's it called? confectioner sugar. Yeah, I've seen that also. Well, this morning I just made it with some uh, um, regular sugar. Yeah, regular sugar. You can't um, go wrong. I've yeah. had it plain and it's fab. Yeah, you can use any. And for this, I don't want it too sweet because the strawberries are very sweet. So I add in the sugar and a little bit of a citrus. So if you don't have lemon juice, you can use a little orange juice like I used this morning. We didn't have a lemon, so I just used some orange juice. Anything just it kind of gives it a little zing, which is good. Okay, good. See, so you're learning all about acids Yeah. Now. And um, then what I do is, because you want some nice big chunks, so if you guys see there's some bigger chunks of strawberries, after you do that, you cut it. I cut into just fours or however big you'd like. And then you add it in, and you kind of want this almost like, not marinade, but you want it to sit for a little while. So I made it this morning. It's been sitting um, because it breaks down the strawberries a little bit, and it makes them nice. And a little soft. mushy. Yes. Mm. So then what you do is you add it on top, and when you're making... But when I'm making the biscuits, um, like besides for the top layer, I like putting more of the gushy part because then it will kind of fall if they're big chunks. Okay. All right. So we add. Okay, some. I'm going to move the yellow yeah. knife. We want to. Oh, right. this is. Can we get some cameras out? Instagram-worthy pictures here. Yeah. I say if you don't make it and post it on Instagram, it's like you never made it, right? Yeah, my <gasps> friends always joke with me that like I post everything on Instagram. And keep it going. Keep it going. I say keep it going. My kids my kids are busy Snapchatting now their food that mm-hmm. we make. I made shakshuka this week for them for lunch. I don't know if you saw my post. Yeah, saw. sugar with our farm fresh eggs. And I had to post that on Instagram. If it's not on Instagram, it's like it's not on planet Earth. Yeah, so that I'm just do. joking, but still just a little joke. All right, so then what you do is you cap it off. And now if you just want small ones, if you have a party, different things, you can make small ones like this. But I kind of like to make them a little higher. Okay, this is actually very pretty. You could serve this for a brunch. Yeah. We've got, uh, or or we've got the nine days coming up. Mm -hmm. We've got, and this would be a nice dessert for the nine days, even on a weeknight. That's divine. Yeah, all right. So then what I do is I want, we want to make, we'll make one more layer just for fun. Oh, just for fun. Oh, great. So we'll add some more of the whipped cream. Does it matter that it's mounted a bit because it's the top? Oh, no, that's fine. Okay, he's covering it in cream. Okay. Okay. And then, so we have the cream, and then we're going to add more strawberries. Okay, I'm serious. Someone needs to snap a picture of this. Yeah, we'll do that after. (laughs) Before we eat it, we're going to take a picture of it. And it's okay if it gets a little messy on the sides. Remember to go onto Instagram, and it's going to be on uh, Naomi Nachman, my Instagram, and uh, Eitan, just what's your Instagram? Your Uh, Chef Chef Eitan Burnett. Chef Eitan Burnett on Instagram. Go take a look. Some of my listeners just joined up Instagram so they can watch pictures of the show, which is cool. Thank you, Judy, for that. All right, so okay. then I kind of cap it off, and you could do, 
I guess, four layers, but I like to do three. And then what I like to do, just to kind of make it look really yummy, yeah. is I take some of the more saucy part. Saucy. And you just drip it on top, and it looks really yummy. That looks amazing. And if you want, you can take pictures. Okay, come on. We're all going to watch Aton f- photograph that. Okay, Aton's going to take that. You're going to share that with me, and let's both yeah. post that on our Instagram and make sure to tag at Nachum Siegel Network. Mm-hmm. And my brother always jokes with me because, like, whenever we're at a meal or, like, we're sitting to have dinner and I'm always, like, my phone's out. Like, I have a light I use. My brother's like, Yo, I mean, my brother's whose name's Yoni. He's like, Ethan, just eat the food. I'm like, no, I have to take a picture. <laughs> I know. You know what? Restaurants hate that when we they put down everyone's food and everyone spent seven minutes taking photographs and then the food gets cold and people complain. No, don't do it. First, quick, take, a pic, quick, take a quick picture yeah. and then post it mm-hmm. later. Because you gotta eat it. It's, it's, it goes picture, eat, post. That's a new <laughs> etiquette. <laughs> you heard it right here on the Nachum Siegel Network. Okay. okay. Alright, would you like to try it? Oh, I would. Are you, are you kidding me? <laughs> I've been waiting, like, we're like uh, a little over half an hour into the show. We need All to right. start eating. Okay. Now, also one okay. thing, if you want, we um, should serve at this home. Cutlery, yeah. Yeah, so maybe we'll knock it over. Yeah, we'll, we'll lock it down, yeah. Leaning tower pizza. We have to, we have to make for everyone, yeah. Um, and one thing that's great about this is um, the biscuits, when they're, especially when they're warm. So right now we don't have a microwave here, but when yeah, you're no, making this at I, home. I think the microwave blows out the studio. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I was talking to Naomi this morning about maybe if there's a microwave to warm them up, it said it would blow the studio. But, so yeah. if you're at home, you could just pop in the microwave, get nice and warm, and it kind of like melts everything. And, and how, how can we keep these fresh? Like, can we make a whole bunch and freeze them? Uh, we d- I did once try because I made a like I was taking pictures of this for the magazine, and uh, um it was I just took, I made a few of them I made like two or three of them and we couldn't just eat all of them even though my mom didn't want to eat all them we couldn't eat all of them. <laughs> You're a good mom. I try hard. And um so we saved it but it got a little soggy so I guess I'd um suggest maybe you could definitely make one thing that I do for the biscuits um like during the school year um is I make the dough. And um, form it into the biscuits, and then I freeze it. And so when I, either in the morning, when I get home from school, take it out of the freezer, and I can use my toaster or just the oven, I just pop it in the oven for the 10, 12 minutes that it cooks, probably 12 minutes because it's frozen, and it's just a delicious treat. Yum. All right, let's eat. Okay, so let's, do we have a few plates here? All right, sure. Okay, so see. You can start with that one. But I'm going to... Look, he even bought real, like, real cutlery. Okay, Zika, I'm going to pass one to you. Okay, we feed, we feed, we feed the gang here. Okay, some strawberry sauce for you. Can you pass the, that when you're done? Okay, look at this delicious bite. I'm going to pass this back. Okay, any word? Nothing from Jamie? No? Okay. Okay, that's great. Can we take care of that? Okay, thank you. All right, um, ZK. Uh, do we have a napkin here? Uh, a tissue? Because I want I want to pass this to ZK. <laughs> I have to keep everybody in the studio happy and fed. Mmm, yum yum. Okay, I'm, okay. <laughs> He's so happy. ZK's got a big grin. He loves it. He loves when we all eat. Okay, I'm I'm not gonna have the whole tower because you know yeah. I've got to get get ready for CKCA and Israel. Mm. You know. Okay. All right, Mum, are you having one? I can't eat it. I'm gluten free. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Me too. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. So, um, it's definitely a Mazonot, right? Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Fingers, fingers are licking. Baruch Atanem Bechalam 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 Baruch Atan
Oh my god. Yeah, I'm. I'm you not talk the, while I chew. Yeah, I'm not the hugest fan of like fresh strawberries, but like my brother Yoni, he is like obsessed with fruit. So like, sometimes my mom will be cutting herself some strawberries, and then she's like cutting at the counter, and then she puts some on her plate, keeps cutting. She turns around, and Yoni ate the fruit already. Oh my god! How old is Yoni? He's ten. Next time you bring him. Yeah, he's at a friend right now.、I、is、think. he the sous chef? Uh, he. Or he's just number one taste tester. I want. I I try to give him to my sous chef, but he's more like my official eater. <laughs> I love that. He's the eater. I like that. I've got kids like that. They、yeah. like taste. My husband's my um. He could, he'll either say, "Oh, this is brilliant," or, "Yeah, you giving this to a client, it's not that good." <laughs> no, that doesn't happen too often. I actually. Can't imagine making these. Yeah, I actually was doing a recipe testing for Rosh Hashanah. I know that it's hard to scary to think about that,、um, and、um, it was、um, a disaster. <laughs> I had to pull the recipe. I'm like, I'm starting again, so I'm not going to tell you about the recipe now because I'm so excited. I'm going to reveal that closer to Rosh Hashanah. I just、um, ZK and I were just busy a, a second ago.、Um, we got a, a text from Lisa that she actually got Katsuji Tanabe on the phone. Isn't that crazy?、Whoa. Is he on the phone right now? Hello, Katsuji. How are you guys? Oh my God! Hi, how are you? Good. Waking up. Waking up、Hello. out there in California. Do you remember me? I judged you in yes, that kosher fest. Oh, thank you. Yes, and then, and then you went to my cooking demo on、uh, at the school a couple of days after too. No. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember you. Okay, great. I'm very excited that I know I've wanted to have you on the show for a while, so I'm really glad this worked out.、Um, ha- how are you doing over there? How's California treating you? Super nice. Super, super warm right now.、It's、yeah, we're so hot here. Really,、yeah. we're having a little bit of nice weather in New York now. It doesn't happen too often. It's either too hot、oh, okay. or, or snowing, one or the other. So it's really nice when I get there. Okay, great. So, so thank you so much for coming onto the show.、Um, I just want to talk to you a little bit about,、um, you know, how you got into cooking kosher. I, you know, I always give the same answer, and it sounds sometimes like it's, you know, it's very interesting. You know, I never pick kosher. I think I always say kosher pick me.、Um, thanks to kosher, my life changed for better. So when.、Um, I, 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 I fell in love with the cooking. You know, it's it's funny because every time that I talk to people about cooking kosher, they're like, "Ah,、oh, why would you do kosher? Why would you do kosher? It's so bad." Blah blah blah. But for me, it was more of a challenge, and it was a life-changing experience. So when time came to open my own restaurant, I decided to stick with something that I was good, and it was a way of me saying thank you to the Jewish community, especially in Los Angeles, of、uh, for backing me up and supporting me for many years. And、um, that's how I end up, and、um, stick with kosher. That's fantastic. Well, we really want to thank you. I, I, are you thinking about maybe opening something up in New York? We, Please. We wanted for sure. My partner and I were like looking for、uh, like spaces. You know, we definitely want to open one in New York. Okay. Well, Between, we're、yeah. we're very excited. Um, I remember. I unfortunately I couldn't make it because I was cooking for Passover for people. But when you came and you opened up at Pitatopia through the help of Ilan Cornblum. Yeah. And that was that was insane. It was like two hours to get something because people really wanted to eat your food. It was raining. I remember, I and mean, we have over a thousand people waiting online to get into Ethiopia.、Wow. <laughs> if it wasn't raining, it would be much much better. 
But yeah, I, I should do that again, maybe soon. Okay, well, we're very excited that you're coming in. You're coming to my neighborhood, to the Levi Yitzchak yeah. Library. I actually, I'm very good friends with Lisa, and um, I've been watching them put this together, and she told me that you're coming in. I said, can we get you on the show? It's a little bit to talk about who you are and why people should come down, but it's it's a great cause to to uh, to give to. Yeah, of course. You know, um, now that I'm getting more famous, um, you know, it's it's time to give back, and I I, I do all this I, I do quite often events like this, because um, you know it, it's it's more about cooking now. You know, like we 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 have to help the community, we have to help you know the people that support us. So I'm always open to you know do these type of events, helping the community, things like that. It's really wonderful. You know, you've you've had a lot of exposure. How did all this start? How did you get into Top Chef? Just by the way, Katsushi, I have in the studio with me. Um, you met him. I don't know if you're uh, Chef Aitan Bernath. He uh, was. Oh, he, yeah, yeah, I remember him. So, uh, yeah, I met you at Kosher Fest, and the food you looked was. I mean, the food you cooked it looked just amazing. It was amazing. I got to eat it. Yeah, I was so <laughs> jealous. Um, yeah, he you were he was Aitan was on Chopped like you were on Chopped. He was on the. Yeah, I, I saw his episode a couple of weeks ago. They did a rerun. Oh. Yeah, I've yeah a lot of like a lot of times I'm just at home and people are like, Aitan, I saw you on TV." I'm like, "What?" Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess they 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 rerun them, you know, yeah. where in the off season. So that's great. Yeah. Um. So how did you? What gave you the idea to you know uh, apply to be on? Was that a difficult process? It's an ex- extremely difficult process to get into Top Chef. Super super difficult. Um, I can't really say that much about the process because I'm I'm still under contract. Oh, okay. V- yeah, but it's a very difficult process. But for me, it was my dream. You know, that that was something that I always wanted to do. That was that was my American dream. You know, that was like <laughs> my number one priority in life. Like be on top chef and do well. And uh, thank God, you know, um, I I think I did very well and it helped me. For you know, it was a life changing experience. Um, after Top Chef, my life has changed from you know, 100%. I just came back from Colombia a couple of weeks ago. I just sh- um, I was shooting a Master Chef Mexico. Oh really? Oh, yeah. that's cool. How long were you there for? I was there for like five days. Okay. Yeah, that was a, a quick trip. Okay, you wait. It was just like one week's episode. Yes. Not a whole series. Not not, not the entire whole. season. I mean. Yeah. Okay, and you got a lot of things coming up besides coming to New York for the Labor Library auction. What else have you got coming up in the kosher world, or you know? I, I have something, but I, I really don't want to say it right now. Because, okay, you know, yeah, only only talk about what's coming up that we can talk about. Um, 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 There's a cruise, then, right? The, the cruise, I don't know that one. I don't know. Um, I think that thing might get cancelled. I oh. haven't checked. Yeah, that, that that's a. Uh, I'm not sure. But then I think a week after, I will be in Monsey, New York. Oh, very nice. And what are you doing yeah. there? Uh, I will be doing another charity event for these girls that, um, it's like a singles week. Oh, so nice. They, they, yeah, they wanted to talk to the guys, or how to like, uh, talk to women, how to, how to use food to like, be in like a social gather, gathering, oh, things like that. We're all about yeah. that, aren't we? We are all yeah. about that. Food is a social gathering. I live to go out for, with, for dinner with either my husband, my family, or friends. That's fantastic, and it's great as a dating tool also. Yeah, so that's what we're going to be doing, like, some cooking competitions, and I'll be, I'll be teaching them how to, like, do, like, fast cooking and 
had a, had a talk in public, things like that. Oh, fantastic. You are the ultimate showman. Not only is your food good, you present so well. There are so many chefs that can a great. They're so good at what they do. Their food is incredible, but they can't present like you do. You are so entertaining. Yeah. No, I, you know, th- that's what helped me during Top Chef. That's what helped me to be more um, um, successful. You know, the fact right. that uh, I really don't have uh, any shame on front of TV and uh, on front of the cameras. I really love what I do. You know, cooking for me, it's my passion. It's my hobby. It's what pays the bills. <laughs> but at the same time, it really, it, it really makes me happy, you know, show me people uh, how to cook. And, uh, you know, one of my goals, it's I want to be a teacher. I want to teach at least for six months how to cook, uh, kosher, not kosher, doesn't matter. But it's something that I, I, I really want to give back. You know, when I was in culinary school, I, I, I didn't think I got, you know, the passion from the teachers. And it's something very important that I would like to, you know, give uh, to the students, you know, in the future. If you do come to New York and you do some sort of kosher series, I'm sure yeah, there will be a lot. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't know. Uh, there will be a lot of people lined up to take that class with you. Come, yeah. Eitan and I are the first two signed up already. <laughs> <laughs> um, Thank you. You know, the, 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 you know, that was my first time a couple of months ago when I went to New York and the, um, the welcome was unexpected. I, I didn't think I was able to do what I did. And, um, I, I, you know, the community just keeps surprising me and surprising me. You know? Right. Like, we we um, are super I'm foodies. Yeah. Huh? yeah. I keep... say, I, I, I'm not Jewish, but I really feel so welcome and so, like, uh, hugged by the Jewish community. And it's it, it just been an amazing life-changing experience for me to be in this community. Well, we're so glad you're, you're part of our community. You know, the, the, the uh, growth of the kosher foodie world is, is growing every day by leaps and bounds. And I think you've added to that. And I think it's, you know, Eitan has added and all the, a lot of guests I've had on my show. I've just, you know, we take it really seriously and you appreciate our limitations and have just taken us sawing. We soar now with our palates because of you. Thank you. Now, you know, uh, if I would open my restaurant maybe 10, 15 years ago, I don't think it would be as successful like it is now. But like you said, you know, the, the palate has changed so much. Right. You know? now, now because people are keeping kosher, that doesn't mean just you have to suffer or you have to be limited. You know, kosher is not a limitation. Kosher is an invitation to be more creative and to serve better food. And I think... Um, you know, unfortunately, many many of the chefs or restaurants that were successful 15, 20 years ago might not be able to keep up with what's happening now because, you know, the clientele, they're really pushing us to, you know, like they saw this on TV, they want to taste it. They don't care if it's kosher or not. They want to have the, you know, the same version kosher. So right. as a chef, we, we have to be able to provide and uh, um, keep it with the challenge. Make it kosher. Hashtag make it kosher. Yeah. That's that's what we, that's what we want. I love all your hashtags, by the way, Chef. I love it. She, hashtag you. Chef's Life. Hashtag LA. What are you always yeah. right? Your your hashtag about LA. I, I love it. It's great. Thank you. I like say I, I take my food very serious, but I don't take myself too serious. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I don't take myself too seriously either, which is yeah. why I like to say that I'm so much fun. <laughs> to be to eat with, to eat with. <laughs> um, chef Aitan, do you have any questions for Chef uh, Tanabi? Oh uh, well, wait—is your restaurant meat or dairy, or parb? My restaurant's meat. 
Oh, so one thing that I love using when I make Mexican food or tacos or burritos and different things is I love parv sour cream. So do you use that? No, we don't use dairy. In, in real Mexican food, there's no dairy. What, really? Really? Yeah, because the dairy came when we, you know, the, the, the food came to the United States. But the funny thing is, um, since we are like um, a very hot country, dairy products go bad very fast. So we don't really have that, you know, and we ever hardly ever mix uh, meat and cheese or meat and dairy together. Like you don't go to Mexico to a taco stand on the street and order a taco with sour cream. They will look at you like you're crazy. <laughs> so, yeah. That's hilarious. I, I didn't know that. Had no, no, none of us knew that, right, guys, right, you listeners? Know, um, we did not know. We, it's funny. We're very Jewish when it comes to that part because we'll have dairy in the morning with vegetables. Like we will have quesadillas with uh, zucchini or cheese with mushrooms, things like that. But when it comes to like heavy dishes like meat, pork, uh, fish, um, dairy doesn't really show into the plate at all. Like I said, we, we, don't, we don't have the European tradition of the dairy and the cheeses. Uh, Spanish are not very famous for the cheeses. They might have one or two like that are very Mexico. famous. But um, you know, also we don't really use it. And uh, like I said, uh, when you go to Mexico, you never, never, never order sour cream. Okay. Well, it's good to know. Good to know. Well, yeah. we go to Mexico next. We'll put that on the list. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, any any other questions? Oh, uh, I think that's it. Okay. Great. Aitan, thank you. Um, all right, Katsuji. So, we're looking forward to seeing you in a couple of weeks. Um, if you w- want to come see Katsuji and meet him live and watch him to his amazing talents, um, is it going to be Mexican dishes that you're going to be making? Oh. Probably yeah, or or something very something that doesn't sound kosher at all, but it's kosher. Okay, uh, I like that. The envelope. Are we going to be having some beverages? When I was at um, the class Probably with yeah. you at Maspia, you made this amazing—I want to say mojito with a raw egg in no, it. No, it was like a tequila sour. Tequila sour. Okay, <laughs> it was amazing. You put an egg white in a cocktail and shook it up, and it was frothy and delicious. Yeah. But definitely, I, I, I really want to make an impression, and I, I'm always very open to like questions. I, I like, you know, I love when people ask me things and interact. So please come. Um, you know, we'll have as much fun as we can. Um, we will get as drunk as we're allowed to. I don't know how that's going to be, but <laughs> you are but definitely you are funny. I can walk home. I'm about only a half a mile away from the library, so yeah. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll leave my car at home. Yeah. Okay, thank you very, very much for coming on. No, I know it's su- super early there, but I'm sure you got to get the restaurant going. Is your restaurant open for lunch? My restaurant is open for lunch and dinner nonstop. Okay, cool. All right, we got to get thank out to so ca- California. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. No problem, thank you, and um, have a great weekend. Take care. Okay, bye-bye. Okay, bye. bye. Oh, my gosh. Katsuji Tanabe on the phone. Okay. Cool. We didn't have Jamie Geller, and we're really sad about that, seriously. But um, we had Katsuji. So, Jamie, we're going to find you, and we're going to try to get you on. But that was really cool. Um, that was great questions you asked him. I like yeah. that. Who'd have thought that? They didn't have dairy. And, yeah. you know, it's all about science. It's too hot outside right. to put dairy in our food. Yeah. You know, talking about local influences in your cooking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like when I always see like a lot of recipes, um, uh, like Mexican or restaurant or things, they always have cheese and different things. So I use it because that's what I've seen. But we're talking to an authentic Mexican chef. <laughs> yeah, we learned some really serious stuff today here on Table for Two. Cool. All right, Aitan, let's. We've got a couple of minutes left to wrap up. 
All right, uh, so another thing I wanted to yeah, tell you about. By the way, that was delicious. I, I I don't know if we you know got that in, but we were all like licking our fingers during those. Yeah, interviews. I already finished mine. Yeah. Okay. We'll be. Oh, you can leave the rest for us. Thanks. <laughs> okay. So another thing I've done since uh, I was last on the show was yeah. um, a Pesach event. I know you did a Pesach event. One of my friends was actually there, and he uh, told me that I gave you a shout there. out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he goes. He's in my class. <laughs> Yeah, I was at the so, Doral, and where were you? Um, so I was at the DoubleTree in Somerset, New Jersey. Um, it's called it's the it's the Schachter and Gross Pesach. Very, program. very nice. And so I did uh, three separate things. So in the morning, and early in the morning, I made smoothies with the kid camp. Oh, cute. So that was fun. So I made some strawberry smoothies, banana smoothies, all different things. And did the kids get to try it? Yeah, the kids all got That's the best part of any program is eating the yeah. food. <laughs> and it was, like, funny because, like, all, all the kids are, like, literally, like, crowding around me. <laughs> like, can I talk anymore? Right. Yeah, I mean, you're, like, a big celebrity in the in the Jewish world now. And it's, you know, they're probably... Groupies. Yeah, it's very cool. It's like, really and because cute. it's, you're, you know... It's really cute. Very nice. And it was good also, a lot, like the demos for things I do, it's like mostly adults and Yo- my brother Yoni, who comes a lot, um, he never has things to do, but there are so many kids, like instantly, he was running around with all his friends, going to the pool, different things. Very nice. And so another thing I did was, I think it was like around after lunch around, um, I did a guacamole demo. So I mean... Well, what's in your guacamole? Speaking of Mexican, we've got about four minutes left. So what's in that guacamole? Um, So I do, I do, it's like the simple stuff, like the cilantro, the diced onion, um, but the thing that, that I love putting in guacamole is mango. Mango! Oh, you yeah. heard it here first. Table for two? Aitam Benath? Mango in your guac. Yeah, it just adds like a nice freshness, sweetness. Yeah, I never really thought of that. Instead of the tomatoes? Uh, no, you can add some tomatoes too. Both of them. Tomatoes and mangoes and red onions and cilantro mm-hmm. and what acid? Uh, I use lime juice and... That's what I usually use, but if I have lemons, I use that, you know. I didn't get to tell Eitan, but I was at the Jewish home at Rockley, a wonderful kosher rehab and nursing home, and a person approached me and said, are you Chef Eitan Bernat's mother? (laughs) And I said, why, yes, I am. My mother was quick to say, I'm the grandmother. (laughs) I love it. They say, (laughs) and she said, I just want you to know, I was at the Pesach Hotel, and I make my guac with mango now, and it's delish. Every shalshadis. That's fantastic. And I thought that was such a nice thing. Oh, my gosh. That's that's terrific. Don't you love when you change people's world? Yeah. Culinary world? It's, it and, strides. Um, so I did that, and that was a lot of fun. Like, it was – they didn't they didn't know how many people would come because it's a big hotel. Um, so they kind of set up, like, 20, 30 chairs. But, like, all around the area, people were, like, just standing and – Hashtag nachas. Yes. <laughs> it was fun. Um, he had his biggest culinary challenge ever. We know, Naomi, you cater a lot. But they let him know that he was making Hawaiian kebabs, his recipe that he created from scratch. For um, He had to make over 600 and nothing, unfortunately. Um, there was a miscommunication, but they were amazing people. Nothing was prepped, so each so, one went in the yeah. kitchen. So I, so, so I went in. So I've, I've been in an industrial kitchen, one of the cooking camps I went to. Um, had an industrial kitchen, but nothing as big as this. Yeah. And so it was just huge, and I had to cut all the peppers, all the chicken, all the everything. And it was just amazing, like, grilling it. And I'd, I had an assistant who helped me, uh, but it was just awesome, like, taking charge and doing it. Don't you love it? Yeah. you got to own that kitchen. Mm-hmm. Like, you own that kitchen. It's your recipe. It's your show. It's your recipes. It's your. Mm-hmm. You have to own it. And, like, really, there's a con- command center in a kitchen, you know, on the line in a restaurant or in in, in, uh, in Dustyo Kitchen or in a personal chef kitchen, 
there is a chain of command in cooking. Mm-hmm. So, um, Eitan, this has been an amazing show. Yeah. The hour is up. It was great having you. Uh, yeah, different. Yeah, thank you so much for coming in. Thank you so much for bringing him oh, in. Oh, our pleasure. We are, we're thrilled to have you back. You're going to come back again. We're going to keep this up. Yeah. Uh, thank you, ZK and Panina, for coming in today. Um, and uh, we look forward to having you back. This is Table for Two with Naomi Nachman on the Nachum Siegel Network. Our show is sponsored by Abels and Hyman. We taste better. Please stick around. We've got music up until Lichbenching, sponsored by our friends at Kerem. I just want to wish everyone Shabbat Shalom a great weekend. Take care. Bye. Bye. Great, great show next week coming up.